What's up, everybody? It's time for another Ghost Cold Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Keefe. Today's podcast is an interview with Joan from Foscore. Check it out. Foscore is here in America. Brand new album is coming out tomorrow. Very exciting time for you. Uh, I wanted to kind of start the interview discussing the concept of the record. It's the second in the trilogy. And uh, I wanted to kind of begin there. Uh, It's such a deep layered record and there's so many avenues, but I'm very drawn to the concepts and meanings of songs and the meaning of the album uh, from this band. So let's start there. Well, Keith, uh, this is a privilege for me to be here uh, talking about uh, the new album. It is a thrilling moment, of course. the album, as you said, is the second part of a trilogy. Uh, everything started in 2016 before singing with Season of Mist, when we tried to, let's say, concrete our language, find uh, the right tools to, to use and to develop as a band uh, after four albums where we just were playing with some of these keys, but not in, a, in the right direction and connection. Um, I am a huge lover of uh, history of art and aesthetical philosophy. I write a lot of of poetry. And at some point we found, or I found uh, the the right connection uh, between our cultural background and how to express this kind of emotional music uh, with with a sort of concept uh, to lead everything. Um, that was the the cultural movement uh, from one century ago called Modernisme, which is called uh, Nouveau um, Art Nouveau in France, in France, Jugendstil in Germany. Um, and well, for that artist, uh, they were uh, living in a Sikh society. They felt not to belong to. Um, and they thought that perhaps poetizing the world, using the art as a tool for uh, reaching a change, uh, could be the, the 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 way to 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 improve what they felt uh, not working. Um, I found a clear connection with our current days, and I thought that we could translate that lessons to the to the to nowadays, and we focused everything on three premises that describes this movement, which are uh, that common things must acquire an inf- a new meaning, visual things, a new secret appearance, and uh, the already known, the dignity of the unknown. As you, say, as you see, uh, everything is uh, connected to the that poetizing the whole act. And well, everything started with the previous album, Les Reals Visions, and now we are uh, developing the second premise. Uh, which is connected to the fact of the dreamy moment of uh, everybody. Uh, it makes no sense if you imagine only uh, the dreamy moment like uh, a fantastic or a fantasy moment. It's a, a moment of uh, the, the intimate moment uh, where you could realize how overcome your weaknesses, the threats you are dealing with every day, and how uh, uh, set uh, the change, uh, how to, to, to become a better person and change the world. As, as I said, that artist uh, thought that art could be the, the tool, but uh, we are trying to do the same with our music and with the uh, emotional uh, language and speech connected with our reality. Nice. That's a great answer. Uh, <laughs> and as I said, many layers to this uh, Foscore onion, if you will. Um, you know, I think uh, every human being, we deal with problems big and small, life and death. 
the music that you make definitely focuses on uh, some of the darkness and some of the light also. I like that there's sort of this very gloomy sadness, but also moments of triumph in the music. Um, do you try to sort of counterbalance some of these very heavy topics and lyrics with sort of passages of music that are just a little more uplifting? Uh, yes, we are dealing with extremes all the time. Uh, that's a, that's the point. Uh, and yes, our music tries to to deal and to offer uh, a, a vital way to overcome uh, troubles. Um, we're trying to, to set like a, a dialogue with with the world uh, from our our own behavior and intimacy. Uh, but uh, well, yes. So we come from the the dark stuff in terms of music, of course. In terms of uh, being inspired by the the decay, the the decadent uh, moment. All, all that threats and weaknesses uh, of humans, etc., life and death, you, you say, etc., light, darkness, etc. But at the end, uh, we are we are speaking about overcoming all of this. Uh, this this music uh, tries to inspire people uh, on reaching a better themselves and reaching a, a balance with nature, with people, with humans, etc. So music must be the same uh, lyrically visually and musically that's the thing that's the point nice i'm glad you mentioned the visuals because i'm a huge fan of the artwork and this seems to be a semi-recurring theme so far uh lately in some of my interviews but there are very few bands that have an actual really well thought out and executed visual style like foscore uh, everything you guys have ever done but especially lately this this last few albums album artwork this brand new video you just directed and created the entire band pretty much created um how much time do you spend planning the visuals just you know not just collaborating photography artwork but you know just the entire mm -hmm. picture to go along with the music and the words well, the point is that, uh, as I said, in in 2016, when we were clever enough or wise enough to to drive that line or a strategy to be followed or continued during three albums at least, uh, we knew the tools to to well the the, the speech, the topic we we will uh, treat in every album. So. Uh, we, we we were like uh, advancing a lot at that time what will happen later uh, for example in in this album we have composed the album even faster than the previous ones uh, the previous ones and the previous one uh, because we already knew the tools to, to work with but you know you are composing the album you are recording the album then you have the production time and period uh, the promoting time and if you have everything clear from the beginning, and that's our 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 situation, uh, everything becomes uh, easier and, and faster. Then it's true that every parcel in the band needs to be connected to the other. And at some point, you 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 should uh, or you could find the same uh, summary of ideas in the visual aesthetical part, in the musical part, and the lyrical part. Of 
course, I know that we are not um, doing things easy for, for the people singing in Catalan. Uh, and well, you know, in these times, you know, everybody can translate things with Google or whatever. But uh, yes, the, 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 the principles and premises we are working with from that cultural movement are, are always set and, and uh, covering all the parcels. Uh, that's, that's a point, I think. I, I totally on the way over here on the train, I was totally like Google Translate help me. Um, <laughs> uh, my pronunciation will be terrible, but yes, uh, you know, we try to do our best. Um, and I feel like the lyrics, you know, I have a tiny bit of uh, Spanish from school. So it might be in the wheelhouse of, you know, but not really, uh, you know, casual language, right? So I feel like the general gist of every song comes through. Um, interestingly, uh, Opeth has a new record coming out and they ambitiously recorded in both English and Swedish. But, you know, I think the native tongue is probably not just convenient, but probably, you know, easier for poetry, you know, easier to express deeper meaning and things like that. And I don't think any, I've been a fan a long time and I never felt disconnected in any way emotionally because of a language barrier. I love bands like Souls to Fear. I know zero Icelandic at all. Uh, that's a problem. I need to go get Duolingo or some app and help m learn because I also love that band. But, um, and I want to travel more in my life, but thank you for mentioning that. Uh, you know, it's interesting. Uh, I think this era of the band is really fascinating uh, from a certain point of view. I think, you know, you've been at this a very long time and the band has undergone many changes. I think it's very telling that the band signed with Season of Mist is a, a label that has all kinds of different bands. There's no one type of band. I, they're known for, you know, extreme music and underground music. But uh, the fact that this band can come to this label and put out this really well, beautifully executed series of concept records, and we just are just getting the second one now, and hopefully there will be a third one in the future, I think is really uh, sort of a match made in heaven or hell. The two, the two, the label kind of uh, fostering the band and the band reaching kind of a, a maturation point. Um, I'm sure you could have signed with any other label also at the time. Uh, what do you like about being on the Season of Mist roster? Are there other artists on Season of Mist you like and admire? Well, I think, first of all, that uh, our singing with Season of Mist came from the fact that we were uh, concreting ideas and connecting to a, a very unique voice in terms of using language, using our culture and using a different approach to how to express music, uh, not only in terms of music uh, style. Uh, nowadays, you, everybody can find similarities because the the, the market and the, the scene is huge. Too much bands doing the same or... or it's so hard to 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 be personal and, and different to, to the others. Uh, I think that Season of Mist always bet bet for for unique voices in terms of everything. And as as more complete is the the proposal in um, in all in all the layers, uh, the more they they like uh, the the yeah the band or, or the artistic approach. I think that was the case. I remember speaking with Michael, the, the owner, uh, some years ago, and I remember how they, yes, they appreciate uh, the fact that we were uh, detecting key points connected to a different, something different for, for everybody, because who, who has uh, listened or heard Catalan uh, in in music uh, in the past. There are of course many bands in in, in our hometown playing and singing Catalan, but uh, jumping into an international level worldwide like this, uh, it should 
has to be accompanied by something different. And this is something that we couldn't couldn't reach during the previous the, the previous four al- the, the first fourth album four albums. But uh, but yes, uh, I think we, we got it. Then bands like we that that, that we like, well, of course, uh, Soul Staffir is is a huge a huge example of, about how using their own uh, culture and and expressing themselves as they are uh, because something that that I think is I remember many years ago some in some country out out from Spain uh, somebody told me you are more credible when you are singing in Catalan than singing in English and that was something that was uh, well like a big impact to me and perhaps from that moment I, I decided that uh, to to bet for for that thing uh, would be a a success or a successful or, or a, a right a right choose uh, that so Stafir, of course uh, and well you, we have our home homemates obsidian kingdom altar age they are dealing with great uh, music and well they are always trying to evolve uh, their language which is something that I know that season of Mist appreciates a lot uh, I, I, they, they are dealers of uh, of not innovation but evolution and I'm so glad uh, that they bet for for some Something unique uh, as us, but well, I, I didn't, I didn't realize that after, before before singing with them. But uh, after some years, uh, I knew, I know that uh, that that was the point. Nice. Well, as I said, uh, fortuitous because here you are. The band is evolving to another higher plane, uh, and I'm glad you mentioned um, Spain. And the region, because I do feel we we have quite a contingent in Europe, not quite uh, Spain, but the rest of the area. And we cover a lot of festivals. And I'm really excited about this AmFest that you're going to be part of. You have a, other shows booked, but AmFest in particular seems unreal. The lineup is ridiculous. Def Heaven, Daughters, Touche Amour, Alceste, Yourselves, uh, many, many great bands. Um, and, there's, and there does seem to be more and more festivals coming to Spain. So I think there's a culture of rock and heavy, you know, interesting music fans, we'll call it. Um, what do you see as the changing landscape for Spain in terms of more festivals and more, you know, access to bands like yourselves? Well, I think Amfest is uh, the right example of uh, on how Spain is changing. Uh, Spain uh, is a country without tradition in terms of, of heavy metal or, or metal scene compared to, uh, of course, Germany, uh, United Kingdom, Sweden, Norway, etc. Even Portugal, which are our neighbors, had, uh, I don't know, a band like Moonspell, of course, for example. And that band was a reference for many of the bands at that time. Uh, we are... The, the good point now is that uh, most of our bands in, in all styles are learning how to, how to get out of... Uh, uh, of the comfort zone, we have been always uh, involved uh, to, to be to, to to get out of the country, to enter in the in the industry um, wheel, because it's so difficult when you don't have references and nobody explaining how to how to work uh, all of that. And of course, these bands are offering uh, unique uh, music that could accompany these learnings uh, in, in a new period. Uh, 
Um, Amfest is, is the right example uh, on how some guys connected to some bands are trying to improve the, let's say, the taste of the audience there. Uh, we have several festivals there, more connected. For example, in Barcelona, we have the Rock Fest connected with uh, yes, all, all, all heavy metal school bands and so. Uh, and then later we have uh, big festivals, um, you know, booking big names because this is how uh, how how the, the scene works there we don't have uh, a good uh, let's say scene in terms of uh, underground or, or or the next step to underground um but yes offering bands like you know yes death heaven zilla nardor uh, this kind of uh, open-minded uh, environment this is where we best fit in uh, I think uh, because because we feel uh, like this uh, as a band uh, and I think that this, well Primavera Sound for example which is a huge festival more related to pop music for example or, or other kind of styles but they, they came from they come from from the metal and they are always giving chance to to, to yeah and local metal bands or, or international metal bands and uh, yes improving a lot the scene I think Spain's changing in general and it's a matter of years perhaps it's slower than, than other countries of course but uh, well we are we are there as a band and, and the the country is 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 giving in that's great I, I look forward to that in the future maybe we can get out there for a festival maybe next year for Amfest um, and speaking of festivals and tours we'd love to have you come back to the United States um, is there any I know it's very early days the record is first to come tomorrow but uh, is there any ideas maybe we can see you back here in 2020 performing <clears throat> There are still no ideas, but we have uh, we are in touch with some bands here, and you know I think that if you have uh, like one opportunity to concrete one date, one festival, or so, perhaps uh, it's just a matter on on try to connect these uh, these connections, etc., and, and arrange something. I think that now we have to focus our efforts on on confirming our name worldwide. Of course, being on stage is is the best tool to do that. But uh, uh, we need to, to start uh, from U Europe uh, and as soon as possible jump to the States because well, with interviews like this, we are, we are pushing the, the, the thing in, in, in US USA. Uh, I don't know. We are working now with Doomstar Bookings. Uh, perhaps uh, things will be much easier than before because um, until, until now we have been dealing with all the booking area by our own. and. We are limited. I mean, all the all the industry works with some specific rules, and it's hard sometimes to to enter in the in the right circles, etc. Um, we are there. I think we are there. It's just a matter of time uh, to to reach to reach. It. Well, I hope so. We would love to have you back here. Uh, I think there's a taste for this band now here. I think following the last few records and this new one, when I think, you know, the response to the singles and the video, I think uh, is very telling for the future. Uh, I appreciate you spending some time with me. You're very busy. Uh, I'm totally going to butcher this, but I'm going to try uh, El Sepulchre Blancs. Sepulchras Blancs. Terrible. I'm terrible. Anyway, that record is coming out on Season of Miss Records. I am Keefe from Ghost Code Magazine. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you so much.
Thanks for checking out today's podcast. Follow, like, and subscribe wherever you hear these podcasts. Also check out Ghost Cult Magazine on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And finally, check us out at ghostcultmag.com. We're out. Peace.